all you reinventors. This is Leslie Jane Seymour, and I'm the founder of Covey Club and of this podcast. And I know that some of you are thinking it's fall, it's time for a new pencil case, a new notebook. I want to feel that sort of get myself into a new mindset mode. I want something to look forward to. Is it time to work on that new career idea? Maybe what you have is feeling a little old, or maybe having gone through the pandemic with it, it's time for a complete change. Or maybe you're in the middle of something and and feel that you're a little restless and it's time to rethink. I have the perfect conversation for you with Covey Club's wonderful reinvention coaches, Wendy Parabi and Dana Hilmer. And we're going to talk about how to actually bring about career change when you're 40 plus. They have wonderful tips and tricks. And at the end, they have a wonderful conversation for you about a program that they're actually going to run that will help you do that. So stay tuned to the end. And um, these people know how to make it happen. If you're struggling at all, I will tell you that um, I don't pick up coaches lightly. There are bazillions swarming around me, always have been. But Wendy and Dana know what they're doing. They're the real thing. And they will help you get to where you want to be. And so without further ado, I'm going to turn us over to Wendy and Dana. So welcome, Wendy and Dana. Great to have you here. Excited to be here. Awesome. Well, this is, God, I think it's like five years of working together now, I think as our reinvention coaches for Covey Club, which is really wonderful. And now we're gonna talk about career change and all about these things that happen as you get older. And it's hard, career change is not easy, but it can be done. We know it can be done because we've all seen it. So let's talk a little bit about what kind of career changes do you hear from women 40 plus what they're what are they looking for you know anybody it, can jump in <laughs> yeah you know i'll start and then when do you chime in on what i what i uh don't think of but it's interesting we're finding women 40 and older and well into their 50s and 60s and even 70s are pivoting their careers starting businesses in some cases having the career the job that they've always dreamed of at this stage of life and it is completely doable. Um, we find that what women are primarily looking for, and I think this is especially true after what we've collectively experienced with the pandemic, but also I think it's just what resonates at this stage of life, is to really reassess how it is that they're making money and they want the way they make money to maybe not be your typical job. What they're looking for is a way to make money that allows them to make an impact and to live their days in a way where they feel really fulfilled. Now, many times that is a job in corporate America. And oftentimes we find that women are really rethinking and 
completely pivoting to different industries or even starting businesses or side gigs. So, so I think impact and fulfillment seem to be leading the way at this stage of life. Wendy, what do you see? Same you know I, I couldn't agree more. I think that those are probably the two words that we hear the most frequently. I want to make an impact. I want to feel fulfilled. And lots of women come to the table at this stage of the game and say, either I, I did feel that way in this job and it's falling flat now. I no longer have that spark. I no longer, it doesn't make me feel fully alive anymore. Or their experience, especially in the pandemic, partially from just the transition of, of getting older, has them saying, huh, I don't know that I ever felt that. And I really want that now. So here's a question. Do you really think that fulfillment should come from your job? Do you think it's a misdirection? And I know we all grew up with that idea that you should be able to find something that's fulfilling and rewarding and attends to your personal needs for creativity and all of that. Do you think it's reasonable to expect that or to expect that anymore or to expect that from a job you've been in for a long time? I think that's an awesome question. Fulfillment absolutely comes from within. It does not come from an external force like your job or a particular relationship, whether you're in a relationship or not in a relationship, it absolutely, absolutely comes from the inside of you. And I think that we notice as we get older that as we're, as we're drawing on that from ourselves, right? As we're drawing on our inner self sense of who we are, what we want, where we're heading, we really want to spend as much of our time doing things that are in alignment with ourselves as possible. And so I think fulfillment is a potential outcome, but what we're talking about when women are saying, I want a professional pivot or a career pivot of some sort, it's I wanna spend more time doing something that feels in alignment for me. You know, alignment's interesting. Okay, go ahead, David. Yeah, and you know, the other thing I think is interesting is oftentimes we define what success means to us at a very young age. And we're taking that definition of success on from the media, from our family, from, you know, images of what we think success is supposed to look like. And so oftentimes we start off our career and we're pursuing this thing to be successful with this vision that we've kind of taken on. And I think at this stage of life, oftentimes we're redefining what success means to us. And I think where that pain point often hits is when we're still pursuing that thing that we thought we wanted and not giving ourselves permission to redefine, well, wait a minute, what is important to me? What is the impact I wanna have? What is the best use of my skills? How can I bring my gifts to the world? Like if we're not asking ourselves those questions, I think oftentimes we find ourselves in a pain point, especially at this stage of life, if we haven't given ourselves permission to just kind of reassess, right? Is this working for me? Is there something else I wanna do that is more aligned as Wendy said? Do you think that's just because when you've been, I mean, again, we start out in our twenties 
with one point of view. And then you grow and you change. You have a family or you move or you have tragedy or you have bumps and things to get over. How could you possibly be searching for the same thing at 40 or 50 that you're looking for in your 20s? It makes no sense. But yet we think it's a straight line, right? <laughs> I love mm -hmm. that comment. You're right. I think people think it's a straight line and it's really more of a wiggly curve up and down and all over the place like a roller coaster. You know, um, you guys are making me think of, did you read in, I think I read it in Inc. Magazine first, um, but I've read it a couple of places that they're now calling the great resignation, the great regret. No, that's okay. interesting. Very interesting. And I, I wish I had written these statistics down, but it they're huge. I want to say that over 70% of the several thousand people they polled who made a move during the great re resignation say that they are either surprised or not uh, or regret making the move. And over 40% said that they would take their old job back if they could. Oh, yeah. So really? It, Why it's that? crazy, right? That's it's not awful. what we expected to hear until you think about it, though. It's exactly what we're talking about right here. Every during the during the pandemic, people started thinking differently about their lives. And there's all of this play out there in the media that was talking about how do we want to live? How are we going to be post pandemic? Right, right. And all of this noise and some of it useful noise, right? All out in, in the, the media and in social media saying you can live a life that feels meaningful. You can, you can, you can, you can, you can. Look, we live that at Camp Reinvention and you can. So lots of people just did. They took this leap. Only they took a leap into a new space using their old rules. Oh. And so they ended up in uh -huh. the same space only without the, the um, change. Exactly. Oh, I see. They, right? Okay. They responded to the outside stimulus, which was, yeah. yes, I do want to change, but they had not gone through the inner discussion about what does that mean to me and where am I headed? What does that really mean? Exactly, exactly. And, and there's all of this stuff out there like encouraging, make the leap, make the leap. Yes, make the leap. But you have to, if you're making a leap into a new space, you have to approach it in a new way. Does it make sense? Yes, that makes a lot of sense. That's but that's so heartbreaking that people have not. It's so interesting that we had practically two years to think about doing the inner work. But, you know, I guess at Covey and Camp Reinvention and when we worked together and we were doing our positive mornings every week and women were changing with us. So maybe we had a kind of warped point of view of people were doing the inner work, but maybe a lot of people were not doing the inner work. They were doing just responding to outside changes. But yeah. you know, it's interesting. I think a lot of times when somebody wants to make a change, they start in action mode, right? I'm going to get the resume together. I'm going to start talking to other people. I'm going to do all these things that are action. 
Yes. But we know, and we talk about this a lot in camp, right? Is everything begins with those beliefs and thoughts, with what is going on between your ears. And at this stage of life, there's a lot of untangling to do. You know, oftentimes we have patterns that don't serve us or maybe once did and no longer serve us. We may have situations or people or certainly limiting beliefs. We all have limiting beliefs. We all have things that we need to let go of. And for you to move forward, whether it be a new job or anything else, we want to get clear and kind of work through. And there's a real process we do at camp to do this, to really work through what is it that is serving you? What is it that's holding you back? What do you really believe? What do you really want? And why do you want it? You know, like a lot of times we don't even go through this line of questioning. We just kind of go on autopilot and keep kind of doing the things that we were doing, or we think we want this thing because this is what people say I should be doing, or this is what my resume would be good for, right? Without right. really, and what's interesting, oftentimes, you know, people put, our, put, put us in boxes, right? They look at our resume and, oh, you're a product man- project manager, or, right. oh, you're a, but we put ourselves in boxes. Yes. And so we need to look at ourselves more broadly. You know, all those amazing skills and strengths and things that you've done to succeed in whatever job it is that you have is equally transferable to anything else. We don't need to stay stuck in this one kind of path or this one kind of job description. But first, we need to realize that oftentimes we think, well, I'm on the marketing path. That's what I did for years. I'm on the marketing path. I got to keep moving my way up. Well, no, you don't. (laughs) You can decide to do something completely different and take these beautiful skills and strengths that you have and bring it someplace else. And what I've learned and what I've heard that works very well is actually pulling those skills apart and saying, what do I do in marketing? I do customer engagement. I do, you know, spreadsheets. I do whatever. Decollating, dividing up your skills and then looking at kind of like a recipe. It's like, well, eggs can go into marketing, but they can also go into, you know, customer management in a bank. They, they don't all, if once you break up your skills, you can see how they might be used elsewhere. Isn't that one of the ways of looking at it? Absolutely. You know, so my job, for example, I was in magazine publishing also, as you know, for many years on the marketing side. I was very good at what I did, but quite frankly, it wasn't right for me. It wasn't the impact I want to have in the world because on my side of the business, it was all about advertising pages. And quite frankly, oh, I didn't God. care about advertising deadly, pages. Deadly, deadly. Right? Yes. I didn't care. And so I was very good at something that I didn't really care about. Um, so that was number one, was giving myself permission that just because I'm good at something doesn't mean it's right for me. But number two, related to the job description, like marketing. Yes, marketing has a title and there's certain bullet points under that job description. But at the end of the day, there's all sorts of skills that are transferable to your points. So for example, creating great relationships, putting together um, wonderful programs, uh, being a person that can think outside the box and look for creative solutions, being a person that can work with a creative team, having the vision, being able to implement, like there's all these different skills. And every single thing that that you just heard me say has nothing to do with marketing. Right. It has everything to do with what I can bring to the table anywhere. Separating the skills from the title. Exactly. So that, but that's one way. There's many other ways to look at it, but that's certainly one of the first steps. 
Exactly. What do you what do you guys find about older women in particular? What do you see that holds us back from moving towards what we want, especially in the second half of life, which is, you know, I think we all wake up at a certain point, maybe at 40, 50, some are different ages. And for me, I know I just woke up and said, you know, time's running out here. <laughs> like, like, what do you really, what do you want to do for this second half, you know? And for some people, it's, I just don't want to do anything. I'm played out. I'm wasted. I'm tired. I'm done. And that's great. But for an awful lot of us, we don't feel that way. We feel we've got a whole nother thing to give and we want to be connected and we want to continue in a different way though. What do yeah. you see as the change of point of view and, and what do you see um, actually holding women back from making that transition? The thing that's holding women back and absolutely 40 plus, it holds us back at every stage of, of, of life. But the more decades you have under your belt, the more this thing is going to hold you back. And it's what you think you know for sure. Oh, whatever, mm. whatever aspect, whether you think, you know, for sure that there's ageism or that there's sexism or that your skills are only applicable in this one place, if it, whatever you think, you know, for sure wow, is the love that. number one thing that's holding you back. Cause if you look at like, so let's look at this. I want to make a career pivot thing. There are two elements of it. One, is it possible right? Can I change industries? Can I make this kind of a change? Can I move up? Can I move over? Can I dump it all and start over on my own at this age? Abs yes. The answer is yes, of course. It's, it has been done. If it has been done, it can be done. But there's a second thing, right? There's a second piece of this and it's, can I be happy? Am I going to be Right? We can re, reformulate the recipe for the resume and still end up as part of the great regret. We want you to be a part of the great reinvention, right? Not part of the great re regret. And in order to do that, you have to be able to answer the question, can I be happy with this change? And the answer is absolutely 100%. Yes, yes, it has been done. And so it can be done. But in order to do that, you need to look at what you really want by letting go of what you think you know for sure. That has to happen before you start reformulating the recipe that is your resume. Yeah, How do you and, and kind of ahead. adding on to that, I was just going to say that one of the things we say in camp all the time is that's a place of uncertainty. We humans don't really like change. We humans don't love uncertainty, but being in that place of uncertainty, that is the birthplace of possibility. You've got to be willing to hold that space for that. I and love that healthy. because yeah. I think, I think you're right. And that is the, I've found that at Covey club. I found that with myself, that if you, if you don't push yourself into the areas of uncertainty or push yourself into areas that you think you cannot accomplish or cannot do, or you have old think about it. That is, that's where the limitations are. Then you say, I'm limited. And you end up 
kind of, I kind of look at it as a, a mouse in a maze. Usually I say a rat, but I don't want us to be a rat, but where the, you know, the options have been cut off, right? Oh, I know if I go that way, this will happen. I know if I go that way, that'll happen. I can only go left. You know what and I think is funny? That's not true. No. And I think what's actually kind of funny is we kid ourselves that we have everything all figured out and everything's all certain. Mm. And I think mm. the pandemic showed us collectively that no, we don't. Right. <laughs> like everything is uncertain, but we lived it collectively during the pandemic, right? Correct. But we try to lead our lives acting as if everything is, is certain. We know exactly what the path is. We know exactly what's going to happen. And the reality is we don't. And, and that's okay. In fact, that's even good because it's from there that you can swim in that moment and create something that really works for you, right? But we try to lock in, lock ourselves into that certainty mindset so much that we close off possibilities. We close off, you know, giving ourselves permission even to pursue something different because we're craving that certainty so much and never really existed to begin with. I think, yeah, but I think, isn't that the certainty that we have to get up with every morning and mm -hmm. say, if I cross the street, I'm not going to get hit by a car. I mean, right. that's not certain you could get hit by a car, but if you, if you dealt with every uncertainty all the time, you couldn't function. Right. So we have to fool yeah. ourselves. And I think that is the beginning of it. I'll tell you guys that from the podcast that I do, which is um, interviewing women, we've now done about 175 um, women who have reinvented themselves. Um, it's called Reinvent Yourself with Leslie James Seymour. They, the only thing that I can say for certain is I've interviewed people who have no money, who have tons of money, who came from big jobs, who came from nowhere, who have health issues, who have no health issues. The only thing that I can come up with that's the run through all of this, and people who've been hit by trains ended up in wheelchairs it's mindset. It's just mindset. And there's a will for some people to make the change. And then there's not a will. And that's okay. If you don't want to, that's fine. But you have to be honest with yourself about is there, is there a mindset change? And we know you can change mindset if you want, if you want to, and if you, you know, some, somebody helps you figure out how to change your mindset. Do you guys agree with that? Oh my gosh. Yes. I mean, <clears throat> everything starts with what's going on be between the ears. There's actually three core beliefs that we really hone in to, to all of our campers. We challenge them to take on these beliefs every day. The first is not only is change possible because change happens all the time, but creating the positive change that you want to create is possible. The second one, and this speaks to what we were talking about earlier is the life that you've lived so far does not in any way need to dictate the life that you live in the future. Like we get to choose at any given moment, but we're creatures, creatures of habit. So this is what we challenge people to really take on as a belief so they operate from that place. That just because life was a certain way in the past or is right now, it doesn't mean it needs to be in the future. You can create whatever it is you want to create. And the third, and I think this is always something that's so inspiring is it's never too late to pursue a dream. It may not be the same dream that you had when you were 20, but those people that have beautiful long lives and they're vibrant well into their 80s and 90s and even early hundreds, they, they still have dreams. They have still things, they still have things that they want to accomplish. They have things they want to experience. It is never ever 
too late to have a dream. All that stuff is mindset, right? Mm -hmm. That's where it all begins. So go ahead. I kind of want to interject something. I'm listening to the three of us talking about this and trying to listen to us through the lens of the woman who is saying, I'm 48 years old, I'm 56 years old, and I'm, I'm hankering for this pivot and I'm scared. It can, this sounds overwhelming, right? We're talking about, they have to do the inner work and so many people made the leap in regret and their core beliefs and the, there's, it feels like there's so much to this. There's not, there's not, this is not, we're not talking about, you have to overturn your entire life and go through some big inner work process in order to make this kind of career pivot. Is it going to take some introspection? Yes. Is it going to take some bravery? Absolutely. Will it require action? Uh Uh-huh, 100%. And you can do all of that in a really short period of time, and you can do it really well, and you can do it successfully. This is not a big, overwhelming thing to take on a career pivot after 50. It's not. So... Talk about how you bring about that kind of change then, Wendy, in a simpler way. Because if it does sound overwhelming, how how do you make it happen in a simpler way? Yeah. So, I mean, obviously we have a way that we do that at Camp Reinvention. We have a 12-week process um, that does all of this. But for people who are listening and just want to know, well, what, what, what does that consist of? It really starts with You have to start from that place of letting go of what you think you know for sure. Put a pin in it. It's still safely there. You still know it. (laughs) You can let go of it for a little bit and know that it's still there for you if you need it. Let go of what you think. Challenge everything, right? Be completely open and curious to anything that's possible for you and ask yourself the question, what do I want and why? Right. And you have to do that a number of times because the first few times you ask yourself the question, your brain is going to just give you an answer that makes sense to it. It just, it's like your brain automatically problem solves based on what it already thinks it knows for sure, right? Under the radar, it's just going to give you an answer. So the more you ask the question, what do I want and why? What do I want and why? What do I want and why? Why, why, why? All of a sudden, you come with sort of this core system of this core um, foundation of what actually matters to you, what is important to you. Part of it are going to be values like work ethic and loyalty, right? Those things that are your values, fairness. Part of it is going to be things that are just important to you. Time with my family, time to travel, time to We find time affluence is something that's really important to a lot of women in this age range. So once you know what that is, you can start to use it to filter everything that comes next when you start putting that recipe together in a new way and saying, what is my skill set and how can I reformulate it for things that are in alignment with this newfound foundation of what actually matters to me. Does it make sense? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. 
The other thing I think is interesting is, Leslie, you use the word reinvent, obviously, with the work you do at Covey Club and with your podcast. We, of course, do camp reinvention. But reinvention can be big. It can be that woman who moves off to Italy or stops being an attorney and becomes a baker. It can be big, but it can be really, really small. And at the end of the day, reinvention is about creating some sort of positive change that sticks. Now, that happens in small increments every day. And sometimes a really small change ends up being a really big change. Yes. Maybe the really small change is just, I need to think about taking care of myself and the way I speak to myself in a different way. Maybe that's the reinvention. And that leads to all sorts of amazing, beautiful changes, right? So reinvention can be small. It can be big. Yes. But I would argue even the small things are big. They are big. So we're almost at the end. So let's talk about the career challenge accelerator that you have beginning October 27th that you guys are doing for Camp Reinvention. Talk a little bit about what that is and what you're going to present women with. So it's a 12-week program, a 12-week career change accelerator. And in that period of time, we take women who are sort of itching for a professional pivot of any sort, whether it's an industry change, getting back into the workforce, a new job, or pivoting into a side gig or a new business. Um, we take women who want to do that, and we take them through our that camp reinvention process, the one that helps them create a new foundation so that whatever change they make, whatever leap they make, even if it's a big one, and it might be a small one, But even if it's a big one, they are not going to find themselves regretting the move. It's going to be in alignment for them. So that process teaches them that piece. And that's the work that they do with Dana and I at Camp Reinvention over that 12 weeks. Additionally, we bring in outside career experts for all of those tactical bits. How do you put a resume together with a new formula? We've got an expert for that. How do I rebrand myself on LinkedIn. We've got an expert that helps you with that. How do I use LinkedIn for a different kind of connection to network when I'm making a pivot? We've got an expert for that. How do I tell my brand story and negotiation? All of those sort of tactical pieces that you need, as well as this new foundation, we bring in experts to work with you for with that. So at the end of 12 weeks, you have absolutely everything that you need to make a career pivot. And many people make that pivot inside of the 12 weeks. Great. I want to mention too, that also during that 12 week period, we meet in small group coaching pods weekly as well. So you're learning with Wendy and I, everything that you need to learn to grow into being that person you want to be for the career change or for anything you want to create in your life. And you have those coaching pods. So you meet with Wendy or I weekly with a small group, just six to eight women. And that's where you're getting really beautiful uh, personalized support as well as the peer support. And I can't uh, emphasize enough how valuable having that peer support is as well. It really peer is. support, super important. We do a lot of that at Covey. We know that. And all I'll tell everybody is don't try to do this at home alone. <laughs> it is not. <laughs> it is not. For the faint of heart, you need a support system, you need coaching, you need all those kinds of things, you need the support of other women, and they may not be the women around you. It may be people who you don't currently know, 
who are going through the same thing that may become your best champions um, because A, they have nothing to lose if you change. In fact, they're happy to see you change. And um, they also are trying to change themselves. Everybody is doing it together. And you may not find those people are around you in your current group of friends. And so you have to look elsewhere. And it definitely works. I mean, I will tell you that the group thing and the coaching thing definitely works. Absolutely. So, Thank you. I don't, know if we mentioned, I don't know if we mentioned when the program starts, actually. The program starts October 27th. Yes. And we do offer this Career Change Accelerator program every fall as well. So we hope uh, if any of your listeners are, lo- listeners are looking to, you know, embark on a career change that you'll join us at the end of this month. But this is something that is offered every year. And if it doesn't work for you this year or you're not ready, we hope to see you next year as well. Awesome. And we'll put the link to sign up in the show notes for everybody so they could grab it. Thank you, ladies. Uh, It's always wonderful to talk to you about career change because you guys really know how to get it done. So thank you. So thank you all for joining us in this conversation. I hope that if you are thinking about career change and want to do it as a group and feel like you need some coaching to go along with it, um, I highly encourage you to check out the Career Change Accelerator. It begins October 27th. You can find the link in the show notes. You'll also find it if you sign up for our newsletter at Covey Club. Um, We'll put it in there as well. Um, But check it out. See what you think. Um, These guys definitely have cred. I will tell you, um, they know what they're doing. And there are a lot of people out there who don't. So anyway, give it a shot. If you are looking for more information about reinvention, please mosey on over to CoveyClub.com. You will find reams and reams of articles. You can start your reinvention today. We have tips, tricks, plans, essays, whatever it is that you're interested in. And of course, please subscribe to this podcast. We now have over 175 interviews here and you can find anybody who has tried to reinvent themselves from any direction and into any direction. And what's good is I really grill them on how did they do it so that you can follow. And if you are so uh, moved, we would love you to leave us a comment or leave us a few stars if you're in an area that can do that so that other people can help, um, can find the podcast and we can help them with their reinvention plans as well. So until next time, happy reinventing.